Welcome to the Brown and Balanced Podcast. I'm your host, DeAsia. And I'm your girl, Stephanie. And this podcast was created to provide a safe space and have healthy conversations. Where we expose you to our friendship of 16 years and we balance motherhood, friendships, and becoming entrepreneurs. Thank you for listening to the show. Back to execution time. Welcome back to another episode of the Brown and Balanced Podcast. I'm your host, DeAsia. And I'm Stephanie. We just welcoming you back into another episode. You know how we started off every time. It ain't changed yet. Mental check-ins, okay? Bum, bum, bum. Bum, 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 bum. Oh, that's annoying. Oh, that was. We need something better than that. I feel like we need a catchy song or something for mental check-in. I can't wait till we, like, expand the brand and maybe we can have some, like, mental check-in. I don't know. Ooh, mental check-ins and tips. Mental check-ins and tips. Ooh. I want the audience to tell us about they about their weeks. We would we really be wanting to know wait. what's going on with I mean, y'all. I, listen, y'all are so silent. Stalking our little, uh, At inbox. this point, do we even have a community? Well, we got an email. Why we got an email? Don't nobody email us. I mean, we have had some people that, that tried to... Yeah, we got some sponsors trying to come through. And we have people email us to do interviews. We got to get that rolling, though. But we how trying. was your week, though, girl? Come on, talk to us. Dang, she just going to rush me. How was your week? Get to it. Because, <laughs> you know, they don't like us drawing this out. They you know what y'all that. do? Somebody did tell me that. <laughs> it was a close friend. Listen, wrap this they shit do. Up. They be like, wrap this shit up. <laughs> y'all be talking too much. Get to the point. Get to the point. Get to the meat and potatoes. Okay. Hey. <laughs> I love meat and potatoes. Keep going. I'm oh, hungry. I love meat and potatoes, too. Some steak sounds so good. All right. Then to check in. My week. It's been really busy. Your girl is a mom. Y'all already know this. And my daughter is about to be seven years old. That don't make sense. Like seven on the seventh. I don't remember you had her seven years ago. Like how? Like that's crazy. Like how did that? How did that just flow by like that? Like how did time just go past like that? Like what? Oh man, she's funny. She is so funny. She is so beautiful. She is so bright. She told me to make sure I shout her out on the podcast. She gonna say, you need to tell them about me so everybody can know who I am. So yes, Nyla, if you're listening to this episode, I love you. Um, Happy birthday in advance. My baby, like I said, is turning seven. So I've been trying to, yes. Um, I guess your godmom can give you a little message too after we do her mental check in. But I've just been busy for real, for real. Um, Talking to our vendor. We're trying to plan the launch for all of that stuff and get all of that stuff together so we can finally, finally release our products out to you guys being a mom balancing it all trying to be a businesswoman and it's a lot it's hard it's hard it is but i'm doing it we ain't got no choice and no choice all right well um i would say that i'm starting to take i feel like as i'm beginning older i know we always be so um telling you guys to a lot of self-care and self-involvement with yourself so i wanted Facts. to start I wanted to start doing that for myself. Good. You know, I, I would say this. So, right, you can't be preaching something that you don't be doing. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, I feel like the older I've been getting now, I've been, been more comfortable with who I am and the stuff that I actually enjoy and like. So, if anybody who knows me for real, like, y'all know I'm into like anime and all that stuff and manga and everything else. So, like, I just recently joined a D&D team. For anybody who don't know, that's Dungeons and Dragons. Duh, duh, like a Dungeon Dragon. She irritating y'all. But it's because I wanted to meet other people who was, you know, interested in stuff like I was. Like it's nothing wrong with you having like different hobbies than your your friends, you know. But that's exactly. why I'm trying to take the time for myself to kind of get to know myself in a different way because yeah. I was a little you know, you being a little embarrassed sometimes when you was a kid or younger, you know, mm-hmm. when you like things that other people wasn't really Ooh, into. Oh, that is a good point. You be trying to fit in with everybody else. You or know, you just don't you just don't even you just don't yet. even acknowledge that part of yeah. that part of existence of Yep, you. yep, you don't. Like you just keep it to yourself mm-hmm. like it's some type of hidden secret. Everybody talking about how they like this. I'm like I okay. feel like I'm like I like brats. <laughs> Nobody else like brats. Oh, I was a brats kid. Like, I, I love brats. I felt like, that. but like when it didn't become cool no more. You feel what I'm saying? Like everybody like, oh, well, we're playing with this or we're doing this, and I'm like, Peer pressure, I'm girl. still on the brats. <sighs> that wasn't even supposed to be today's conversation, but that's <laughs> such a good one. I feel like we just gonna have to throw that in there. Peer pressure. Peer pressure. That is a really good one. Uh, sometimes. See, we try to have conversations prior to us doing the podcast episodes to just see what we're going to talk about. But I feel like peer pressure. I'm sorry. That just, that I don't know why. That just hit. That just hit. 
peer pressure. That's I mean, big. It is because it's like you get so sucked into just society or what society wants you to be like or how they want yes. you to act or behave or what's up. supposed to be the popular thing going on. Yeah. Like I I know I said this in the previous episodes before, but like as a I feel like growing up as a kid, I feel like I struggled a lot with my identity, with trying yeah. to figure out what I really liked what hairstyles look good on me like yes. I, would, listen, I went to a predominantly um diverse school we just gonna say that i like that and i was Spirit all throughout my life even from pre preschool mm-hmm. up until graduation high mm-hmm. school and i feel like i didn't know who the hell i was y'all yeah and the reason why i know that now is because i look back at photos mm-hmm. and i said who the fuck was that who told me that shit was cute because i said listen y'all the hair i know we had that whole conversation with the um beauty of being oh yeah brown. we already told y'all yeah about the crunchy curls we told i'm y'all. saying though yeah. like I, crunchy curls part two we should name it i was never curls. comfortable with who i was and i feel like a lot of times we get peer pressured into being or box peer pressured into boxing ourselves in to being somebody that's worth presenting to the world if that makes sense like and i feel like now that i'm coming into like my own like who i really want to be the things that actually interest me and the things that bring peace to me and joy to me mm-hmm. girl i'm about to go for all of that so if i want to be a dm or a dungeon ma- a master then so be it if i want to learn how to do all this stuff and i want to cosplay then mm-hmm. girl that's what i'm doing because that's what i'm into mm-hmm. i don't care how nobody feels like and that, you know what that's just so funny to me because it's like when you think about all the stuff that you didn't allow yourself to enjoy you find yourself coming back to it later on. Yeah, like, a lot of us robbed ourselves of the opportunity to have like ooh, a like really good um, childhood or even, you know, being teenagers because we were just so focused on what everybody else thought about us. Dang, I'm trying to see that I, I feel like when I was in elementary, I thought more about what elementary and middle school mm-hmm. thought more about what people thought about me like how my hair look how my clothes look but i ain't gonna lie when i got in high school i can't say i really didn't give a damn I'm i didn't give know. a hoops i can't say that. I, I i really didn't because it, it was so much stuff going on around me and other kids were doing so many other activities that i just wasn't into but i feel like this conversation is necessary to talk about peer pressure because i feel like it is a lot of girls you know out there i don't i don't know if there's any younger ones that's listening but even even if it's not or you a mom and you might have a daughter or a teenager or a younger sister this conversation is necessary because a lot of us get wrapped up in wanting to feel included and it's okay to be different it is okay to be comfortable in who you are. God did not, not make all of us the same for a reason. You know what I'm saying? In order for... You're not meant to fit in. You were meant to stand out. And it's okay with standing out. You don't have to try to fit the norm of what they say. You know, every, what what certain stuff supposed to look like. How your hair supposed to look. And you know what's crazy to me? It's this big trend going on. I feel like peer pressure is huge now. You, it's a girl, society. What you to say. No, I'm about, what? What you think I'm finna say? You and then if it ain't mm-hmm, it... Go ahead. What? I feel like you was about to say something about like bodies and all that stuff. I was going to get to bodies, but I was going to say like social media has been playing a big role in that now. And I feel so bad for the kids that's in high school now Mm -hmm. because I feel like they all have like huge shoes to fill. Like most of them feel like, first of all, a lot of these kids are struggling and feel like they're not even good enough. They can't even just be teenagers. They feel like, oh, you broke, you a bum, you ain't making no money. I'm an influencer. What? Can I just go to high school and be, be a, a child? Kid? That's what I'm saying. Can I be a kid? I had light oh, you not on, on YouTube? That's what I'm saying. That's crazy. Like they feel like they gotta have all these big old brands. Like I gotta have on fancy makeup. I have to have a lace Girl, front, or my hair is not cute. That's crazy. I can't even wear my natural hair because that's not cute. I have to wear a lace front. A lace front in high school is crazy to me. Some lashes and my eyebrows done. Some I, lash extensions. Listen, it definitely uh, is a different generation than it's we different. Grew up. It's different. Because, baby, I had different. DC shoes and high tops and suspenders. That's what I'm saying. We had on Abercrombie and Finch. Girl, I had some and even that, I, And then even that with Aeropostale. I felt like I was trying to fit in with them. That Alistair. stuff was not... At that time, that stuff was not... That stuff was not cheap, you know, during okay. that time. And I used to be using other friends' clothes. I'm going to just be honest. Because my grandma had no money. I'd be borrowing other people's stuff. I did not grow up, you know, in that type of environment where I was privileged at all. I'm using other people's stuff or getting that stuff from uh, what's the name of that store? 
City trainers? No, not city trainers. Four minutes. You ain't. No, no. I know I said I ain't had no money, but. You said two in the trenches. Hold up, y'all. You just put me in the trenches. Okay, we're not talking about nobody who's shopping for me. I was just about to say that. We're definitely not. We're not talking about anybody that's shopping for me. They have some really great pajamas there. (laughs) And I do like city trends, too. Oh, I love city trends. They be having some nice joggers up in there. That's what I'm saying. We ain't coming for nobody. Now, Burlington, that was my stove. That's my number one. But you know why I'm saying that, though? It's because Burlington had that layaway. So, my grandma used to be putting all my clothes in layaway. They still got layaway? That's how I was... I think they do. I ain't been. I ain't never bought. I shop at Burlington all the time. I this is stupid do. shit. Why I they got they a rewards program? You can't holiday. earn no points. Right. Like I don't get no right. money. Right? Can I get a discount? Oh, okay, that part. I'm saying though. <laughs> but I'm saying though, like peer pressure really does make you sacrifice yourself just for who you Ooh, who you actually are. Like I said, like yourself. I'm getting back to mm. who I actually think I was as a kid, mm-hmm. and I can't sit here on this podcast and lie to y'all and say that I didn't care about what people thought about me in high school like as much as everybody want to say that about themselves like oh i don't give a fuck about no- how nobody feel about me she bitch yes you did because that's why you're- i'm sorry but that's why you always sad that's why you always hurt that's why this person hurt your feelings it's because you secretly do care and that's okay we're humans we have a human emotions but once you kind of break that cycle like i'm breaking that cycle for myself of realizing that i want to make stephanie happy Stephanie is here to make Stephanie happy. She's not here to be something that everybody want her to be. But didn't I say that on the last episode? Again. We all, girls That's why y'all circle. gotta be listening to it. It be coming full circle. I said pleasing your inner child, doing things that make you happy, even mm-hmm. as an adult. You gotta get to a place. That's what I'm saying. You gotta get back to it. Somehow you gotta get back to it. You can't get in that, you know, comfortability of feeling like you need to do what everybody else do just to, you know, just to fit in. That's even with me being a part of a book club. I love being a part of a book club. I love reading, but like as a teenager or like as a child, I felt like nobody else was reading books. They, they fast asses wasn't reading no books. So I just felt like I had to just try to fit in with everybody else and be doing, you know, what they're doing. Or, oh, we finna go to a party. Oh, we finna be doing this. And I'm like, low key, I'm like an old lady. Like, I would prefer to just be at home and read a book. But to them, or if you're not smoking or if you're not drinking, oh, you lame. I'm lame because I don't want my mood to be altered by being (laughs) intoxicated. Because it could either go rip you, bloop you. I don't know how I'm finna be. So that make me lame because I don't want to do what everybody else is doing, you know, like crowd participation. That's why I said once I once I got in high school, I felt like I did start catering to who DeAsia was a little bit more. I'm not gonna lie, my grandma had me in church a lot, so I felt like I grew up I, in I, church too. But I felt like I was missing out a lot. Like I had to go to church and we had to go to revivals and stuff. But I know that. I ain't gonna lie, at that time I was really mad and upset and I used to feel like, dang, like, can you just let me go out and, you know, be with the other kids or, you know, with my friends and stuff and have fun. But I know that my grandma was just protecting me. And then when I look at it today, like where I'm at and how I do. So grateful. Yeah, I'm so grateful and how I have cultivated my own relationship with God and introducing my daughter to God. Because I know it's going to be times when my daughter might be mad and be like, my, seriously, we got to go to church. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just teaching her like. Yeah, at some point you're gonna appreciate this. You're gonna appreciate me introducing you to God at an early age because you're gonna need Him. One day I'm not gonna be around you. You're gonna need Him. No, I love that you said that because I used to feel that way about my mom. Like yeah. she was always like, I used to say she was always overprotective, or mm-hmm. I used to say I was sheltered. Yeah. Anybody who knows me be like, oh yeah, you was kind of sheltered. Like I ain't mm-hmm. get to do nothing. Like, and I used to have to beg. <laughs> Listen, Remember y'all. that time we went to the part to a uh, birthday party and then your mama had came. To oh, get I was us. so mad. Oh, it was God, just y'all. getting lit up in that thing. Let me tell y'all. Okay, listen. That's y'all. when the, the boys came. Ricky, the boys had just came, and it was older than us too. That's when that little pretty Ricky era was on. Wait, oh, and I had borrowed Deja's pants. I had on some little. Uh, what she I had, had on them apple bottoms. Yeah, I had hey. a big old booty. <laughs> <laughs> she got a big booty. Okay, wait. Deja was like, "How come they don't look like that on me?" I said, "Cause you ain't got." Booty. She said, "Cause you ain't thick like that." <laughs> but your girl got a little thing, thing back here. Now. Oh, it's, it's, shout out to the old oh, rose reverse. God, <laughs> she's about old rose reverse. God, now he booty. snatched your booty from girl. Listen, he said, "My child, what to do?" He said, "My child." He said, "You are not ready for this. You are not ready for this. <laughs> said, you is not gonna handle this. Go ahead, this. give it back. He you said, are already pretty retarded. too. He retarded. said, "You are already pretty too." Nah, yeah. 
No, that's no. That. My mom, I lived to, in it, reversed it. <laughs> Listen, I used to feel like that about my mama not allowing me to do anything. Like, mm-hmm. oh, is it a parent gonna be there? Why does that matter, mom? Don't nobody else parent care. Why do you <laughs> care? She said, but now I promise care. you, I promise you now. Everything Facts. that I used to be so upset about as a kid, I truly, 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 yeah. truly, truly appreciate all that secret protection that she was giving me yeah. that I didn't know because she was shielding me from think from yes. people yeah, things from the world. that I didn't even know that I needed to be shielded from like all exactly. the times that I was begging my mom to allow yeah. me to spend the night over a, a girlfriend's house yeah. and she was she already knew this wasn't my little girlfriend and she right. wasn't my little friend for real she was like all right now yeah listen my mom only allowed me to go over three people houses spend mm-hmm. the night in my entire life mm-hmm. I only spent the night over three people houses oh wow I feel valued then. Yeah, you was one of them. You was one of them. That was that was me begging too. That was me begging too. Cause my mama be like, mm. I don't know. My mama just she was she grew up in a different generation. She was just very very protective. We was always in church, and then man, yeah. if you were sick, didn't matter what was going on. Mm-hmm. He'll be right in that back row, laying but down. So like, prayer with you. But it was the peer pressure around me that made me feel like I was. What's that? What's like that? you was being left out, what's, or you was missing FOMO. something? Yeah, fear of missing out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, felt like that, he was missing out on something because everybody go listen my mama she'll allow me to go to the movies with friends right mm-hmm. but the movie had to start before six o'clock yeah everybody else not going to the movies till eight I nine o'clock my mama took us to east land before that's on east land still and the, the peer pressure would be like mom everybody's going to the movies at eight o'clock nine o'clock yeah and why do i have to go to the movies at seven then when you think about it now that we parents baby i'm not gonna be sitting in this parking lot I gotta go to work. I mean, not morning. even just that. It's just like, what your ass need to be outside that late? That's day? what I'm saying. But I'm just saying, <laughs> as a parent, why do you need to be out that late? And I'm not gonna be sitting in no car waiting on you to do your thing. And I don't know what you doing in there either. But I feel like it's, you know what? I feel like it's a difference between peer pressure. Sometimes you have a positive peer pressure. Yeah. Someone who actually, like, you know, encourages you and, you Ooh, know, tells true. you, you know, like, like oh, that. you can do this, you can do yeah. that. Like, or you have negative peer pressures where yeah. they're telling you to do something that's not. Yeah, part of your normal. Yeah, of who that's, you are as a character. That's like, even like sex. I I think ooh, that that's ooh, really. Yeah. I think that's really really important for us to talk touch about on. That one? Ooh, well, the peer pressure around it, yes, because I feel like that's so important. Let's talk about it, girl. Let's talk about stories. it. I feel like when I was a teenager, first of all, unfortunately, I feel like I was not prepped. I was not ready. Nobody had those conversations with me. I didn't have an understanding of what sex meant. I didn't even understand the value of my body and my work and how important virginity was. Did I grow up in church? Yes. But unfortunately, with my childhood, I went through different experiences as far as like living with different people. So I never got like that motherly advice, you know, from my mom or um, even my grandmother. I love her to death, but... Uh, that's just a conversation, you know, that was filled to have within the household about like making sure that you, you know, keep your cookies, you know, to yourself and give it to somebody when you are truly ready and just the importance of it, too. And also the risk that comes with it, like having a child, um, STDs, you know, all all of those things. Yeah. All of those things that, you know, just comes with it. And. For the girls out there that's listening to this or like young women, I just felt like this conversation is definitely necessary because all I, I feel like, especially our generation, I feel like we all during that time just felt peer pressure because your friends are talking about it or people have seen it on TV. Let's not even talk about the boys just automatically just over-sexualized and they're pressuring I mean, shit, you. We was like over-sexualized you do, in middle that's, school. That's what I'm saying. You over-sexualized. Even in middle school, everybody else is doing stuff. They're talking about it. You feeling like you left out. It's competitions for sure. Then you have the boys. Oh, if you really love me, you know, you'll do this or I really care about you or I want you to be my mm-hmm. first knowing dang well they didn't already been started you know they they journey a hopping on girls and man i i'll let you go ahead no it just made me think in. about so like when we was in middle school me and deasia yeah we had like our little friend circle y'all yeah we did we had a tight little friend circle <sighs> listen y'all this i know was peer pressure because it was like we was all in secret competitions when you when we think yep, about it now yep, that we're yep. adults, that's we were, crazy we never had this conversation we before. never we never had this conversation this is this is completely brand new y'all but we were all in secret competitions with like who was the most mature. Yep. I feel like that's Ooh. really what it was. Ooh, she's gonna make me cry. Ooh. Well, I'm just saying because that. we 
in middle school, we were discussing things that we didn't need to discuss. Like she said, yeah, we were getting peer we pressure because of the environment around yeah. us. And you with other kids, with other kids being this is the whole thing. Other yeah. kids have more prominent pressure mm-hmm. or influence mm-hmm. on the things that you do, that see, you do. say, listen yes. to. Like, okay, we was in a predominantly white school, you guys. Mm-hmm. Okay. Those kids was on a different level. They was on a whole different level. Like they like, had like some, on some Degrassi sleepovers with like Wait, boy, sleepovers. Yeah, yeah, my mama yes. don't play that. Yeah, we ain't what? Boys? What? They was already having sex. So yeah. at this point now, I'm and this like, is damn, am I behind? Like, yeah. It made you feel like you needed to catch up. And like you said, I like the fact that you didn't use the word like we were being fast. No, no we all were so ready to just hurry up and just feel like we were more mature like oh girl i did this you know we're you not know gonna what? name drop but you know what it was? one of our other friends she had you know lost her first and we like oh you know like really you know how was he like how should, was I do it? It should i do it too and then you know they're talking you know telling you about it and you feeling like you missing out on something but she didn't say no good stories i'm gonna just keep that one 100 like she didn't give me no good stories we talking about the same person huh uh uh-uh. uh. Oh, who you talking? <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. <laughs> Wait, that's no, right. I was she said she had it no good stuff. Hell no, that's the one I was talking about. Oh, no, I was, I was talking, talking about, about that one. I was talking about Christian. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry to be laughing at y'all sorry, here, girl. man. Y'all know these. I insiders. thought that's what we was talking about. Man, I hope she ain't listening to this podcast. <laughs> That's but girl, we love you. That's no, what I didn't know about this because you were peer pressured. No, she was the first one. She was. Yeah, she was. I was the last. Yeah, you was the last. No, I, I was third. Was I second? No, I lied. Was I third or last? You might have been fourth. I think I might have been the third or the second. Baby, I think you was. You was second. I was second. I think. Yeah. Oh, that's so sad. I think I was last. Yeah, I was behind, and I don't. And first of all, I do not say this proudly. I I don't say that proudly. We're not talking about this to be no, boasting at all. Like this conversation, that's why we're having. Oh this. no, it was definitely because a if I can, yeah, if I can, if I can give some advice to someone or prevent them from making a decision like that, please wait, please wait, please wait until you find your person. Until you, first of all, until you understand and you know your body. It's so many things yes. as women that we don't even understand about our body. Like how sleeping with a guy can throw off your pH balance. First of all, baby, you don't even know what type of soap to use. You still down there using Bath and Body Works on your little oom. Okay, you got You're not BB supposed now. to be using that. That's what I'm saying. It's a lot of things that you need to understand. You need to be comfortable with your body first. Understand your body. Understand the risks that come with it. The causes and the effects of it. You know, teenage pregnancy. Thank God I did not have my child until I was an adult. But that stuff is real and it is hard. And it's not worth it. Ooh, I'm going to just say that. It's not worth it, though. That, that, that's, that's, that's really what it comes down to. That, not just sex, but anything. That stuff is not worth it. Let me ask a question. Girl, the way you was talking is made me think. Is peer pressure even real or is that mental? What do you mean, is it real? I'm saying concept-wise. Okay. The concept of peer pressure is influencing someone to do something mm-hmm. otherwise that they want to do, right? On right. Their own. Right. That's mentally, right? Cause you're yes, mentally that's mentally. Yes, because you're mentally controlling them. Yes. So exactly. who the hell started peer pressure? When the hell did this become a thing? Right. To be acknowledged or even addressed as peer pressure. Like, yeah. it, I don't know if y'all are the only people, I'm the only one who be thinking about certain shit or no, where it started no, from, no, where it no. from, the origin. Like, I know obviously But we can't started. go back to that. That's what I'm saying. We can't go back to that because it's really just based on somebody else's experience. But I'm saying when you think about it back. today uh-huh. as an adult, uh-huh. we can admit peer pressure is not real, right? Because it's mental. It's a mental thing where you have to train your mind, right? To, like, work against it, to not be influenced by something. That's having confidence in yourself and your decision-making. But that also goes back to your parenting, too, though. Because yes. if you don't have your parent that's teaching you to be comfortable in your decisions... Parents can peer pressure and not you, too. To, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But not, that's what I'm saying. I think it is real. I can't say that it's not real. But it's manipulation. Real. It is. 
But even if I don't have nobody that ever taught me, like, don't go to school and don't listen to other kids or be comfortable within yourself or just, you know, raising you to be a confident person. To have, like, person, your own mind. To have your like, what's own that thing mind. That my, did your because mama just you say that to you, like, oh, if your friend jump off the roof, you gonna do No, it my too? grandma did. <laughs> my mama ain't had no wisdom, unfortunately. <clears throat> unfortunately. Love her? Yeah. Sorry. Peer pressure is a mug, is all I'm going to say. She probably was peer pressure. My mom had me as a teenager. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's it's a re- it's a repetitive cycle. It's a pattern. I don't want it to continue. You know what I'm saying? At least not within this community. Like, if we could prevent somebody from making a decision. It don't have to just be sex. It could be anything. Even, like, doing drugs or something that you just know you ain't got no business doing or that you don't feel comfortable doing, but you just want to feel included. You want to feel cool. You want to feel light. Oh, I definitely had you know, don't school. do that. I would say this. I didn't. I probably didn't pick up my first. I didn't start smoking until I had turned eighteen. Okay, it was my eighteenth birthday. I feel like that's but, a no, no, no. But hear me out though. That was okay. girl. That was my substitution. Okay, mm-hmm. because I was already drinking. Mm-hmm. My dad had a liquor cabinet in the house and everything. So you was drinking as a teenager. Oh, oh I was drinking in middle school. Like oh, Jesus. that's what I'm saying. Like it's okay. so much things that you don't know. Like, right, I sure don't. This is new to me. In high school, we had this thing in like my uh, neighborhood. Girl, we I all, can't even finish that communion. We one. all had, we all had. You know, we was all in the same, relatively in the same grades or whatever. All around the neighborhood, we was all in different high schools. Though that's the irony of everything. So we only saw each other in the neighborhood. But we used to always plan out. We used to hang out. We used to always go to the park, mm-hmm. the neighborhood park, and we would always be pissy drunk, y'all. Like, I can't even tell you. What? I don't even know how I made it home sometimes. What? Because it felt like, I don't know if y'all ever been so drunk to the point where you feel like you floating. That's what I'm saying. Like, and that was me. I don't feel like it was more oh, so like I a peer pressure. I feel like it was more of a 50-50 where, yes, I wanted to drink, but yes, I also wanted to be around who I thought was, you know, semi-cool or, you know, whatever, whatever, popular. Like, yeah, it's a 50-50 thing. And that's what's hard to break out of those peer pressures because, like I said, there's two different types of peer pressures. There is positive peer pressure and then there's negative peer pressure. Mm-hmm. Your positive peer pressure is going to be those friends who's like, like Deja, she got me into this book club. That's positive peer pressure. Mm-hmm. You need to open yourself up. You are a really good person and you need to let people see that good side of you. Right. That's a positive like peer pressure. To she's allowing me to more. get to, she's welcoming me mm-hmm. to express myself as a person and to right. get out of my my comfort zone. Yeah. Because she know I'm a shy person. Right. Sometimes you need a little nudge. Yeah, you do. But once you once you hold once you walk me through the door, I got it from here. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying, it's two different types Let of peer that pressure. Light shine. But that's mm-hmm. what's important for us as individuals is to recognize the two. Yeah. As a kid, I couldn't rec- I couldn't decipher between both of them at all. No, I didn't know no, what no. was positive. Yeah. I couldn't tell what was negative. Yeah. I thought everybody had good intentions for yeah. me. And then and that sometimes was the positive can end up turning into a negative though. Because Ooh. if you're because if you're if Talk you have a mom it. or a grandma or a dad and they're telling you they have expectations for your life more than you have you know what i'm saying like they expect you to be this person like oh i want you to stay in church or i want you to be a doctor i want you to be a lawyer you're gonna go to school to do this you need to be in these type of activities you need to be bringing these type of grades and then they don't even know what you're experiencing at school or even when you get to college all those demons and all those different spirits i mean all those different spirits so want you to be a doctor you don't even like yeah that's what i'm saying i don't even like this like (laughs) i failed at this i barely made it through or i was copying off somebody else little do you know like (laughs) Little do you know. know. How would they know? Like copying off. I got somebody else writing these papers. I ain't even write these papers. I ain't never thought about it like that. Yeah, it can I turn into my a, mom it can turn into a negative or comparing though. you to somebody else. Yeah, like comparing my mom you used to somebody else. Kid. My mom used to mm-hmm. compare me to my older sisters. Mm-hmm. So like, if I yeah, like, to, why are you not like this? Yeah, Lindsay get good grades. Why are you not getting yeah. good grades? Yeah. Why this and the third? Oh, she yeah. do this, she do that. Why are you not? I'm like, Person dude, I we not the would same do the person. same thing. Like, oh, she passed this class. Why are you not able to do it? Or oh, she knows how to do this. That is so traumatizing. Yeah, it is. And it's traumatizing. But that's where the peer pressure comes from because now you feel like you're not accepted at home or you're not good enough. You're not doing well enough so the minute that you find a friend group that you feel a little bit comfortable mm. with then that negative is going to also influence you too what was supposed to be positive a positive seed that turned into a bad seed and now you just gonna let that that seed just spread everywhere because you ain't get it at home mama now. You 
<laughs> she said, I'm about to have to go home and address these issues. No, I they never, have good intentions. I but never it thought could about be, it like that. But it could turn into a negative. It could. Because and then now you're going to the people that you feel comfortable with because you don't feel like you got the love or the acknowledgement or you don't feel accepted enough at home. So the minute you find two friends, one friend, one guy or somebody that accepts you, you just going to take it in. Whether it's good or bad. It's like a blind it's gonna be competition. Like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's, it's better than nothing. At least I'm getting something from Ooh. here. At least it make me feel that's good. That's us not respecting our boundaries and that's ourselves. What I'm you, yeah, and you're not going to have them as a child. Like You're, you're not. not because you're influenced. You're, you're very influenced. naive. You're, you're very, very naive. And you're innocent. You're innocent. Ooh, Even when you make bad decisions, you're still innocent. And for anybody who has made those decisions at an earlier age, and you may be our age now, like you're a grown woman. That do not take away your value. If you lost your virginity in middle school, you lost your virginity in high school. Willing that still does unwilling. not take a, willingly or unwilling. That still does not take away your value. Uh -huh. You are still valuable. You are still worth being a wife. You are still a woman. You know what I'm saying? That deserves everything. You know what I'm saying? Even even young men as well. You are still worth everything. You still have value. You know what I'm saying? Those experiences that you went through, it don't take away. You know from who you are. But I definitely wanted I wanted this conversation to be able to reach, you know, all people for them to understand, you know, how peer pressure can affect the, the decisions that you make at an early age. And even later on in life, some people still don't got it. They still out here being peer pressured, you know. Yeah, because they don't it's like we just said in the last episode, they don't know how to say no. They don't know how to say no. So peer pressure or it's comfortable. Peer to them. pressure is easy when you're easy to manipulate when you're gullible. Yeah. And it don't even mean that that means that you're a dumb person. That's yeah, not what gullible I'm saying. does not mean what dumb. What I'm saying yep. is that means that you just don't have enough confidence or you're not mm -hmm. consistent with your mm -hmm. boundaries yes. that you're placing in your yeah. life to be concrete with them, to stand mm -hmm. on your belief. Mm -hmm. That's what happens with peer pressure. That's how peer pressure falls. Yeah. Like I said, I like I said, I can't say I didn't care about how people felt about me or if I was yeah. liked or if I wasn't liked, if I was cool, if I wasn't popular. I played sports because mm -hmm. I wanted to be a jock. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be I realized that the jocks were the ones who, you know, ran the Right, you felt like or, they got more praise. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's just the truth. And mm -hmm. I can say that honestly, like I And then T V influences that too. That's the big thing. We'd be looking at T V. Oh, I wanna be a cheerleader. Oh, I wanna be the popular girl. Oh, I wanna have Listen, me a football boy. If I did exactly mm -hmm. what I wanted to do in high school, y'all, I would have been an architect. Bitch, I would have been an architect. I would have been a robotics. Oh, bitch. I thought you were saying that. No, negative. I'm like, saying like everything. No, okay, no, no, no. What gotcha. I'm saying is if I was to if I actually enjoyed mm -hmm. Or had interests mm -hmm. of hobbies that actually I love to do yeah. in high school. Mm -hmm. I would have been in robots. I would have been a totally different. I would have been on the debate team. I love. I would have been in band. I wanted to be in band. Yeah. Like, I was in theater, but I didn't stay in theater. Like if you actually yeah. just you know listen to what what it is that you want to do. But then you had all those outside voices telling you that those things are not cool. Ugh, girl, you want to be on the debate team? Ugh, girl, you want to be in theater? That's where all the nerds are. Even in high school, like uh, that's where the lame people be hanging out at. Oh, you hanging the power out with peers. Yeah. Ooh, the that's power a, of peers? That's, that's going to have to be the name of the this episode. The power of peers. The, the positive power. and negative peer influences mm. that affect our behaviors in life. Ooh, the power of peers. They can also change the way that you feel about yourself. Yeah. I don't want nobody to change it and how you see the world. Ooh. That's why it's so important Ooh. now that I have a daughter. I am so overprotective over her. I pray over her. I pray over her mind and everything. Like, And I, I love my daughter so much because I feel like Although this little girl is only going to be seven, she is so confident with who Nyla is. If some, if she goes play, if she goes to play with other children and they don't like something that she doesn't like, she does not let that change her mind. It's like, baby, if you don't like this, I don't care. I like it. Oh, girl, I don't like that skirt. She be like, well, I like it. Oh, I want to play on my tablet. My daughter is so innocent. I still want to play with my Barbies. I want to play with my toys. If you come over here, she still wants to play with her toys. Those things don't interest her. And she's so confident in saying that. Like, no, that's not what I want to do. You know, she knows who she, she is. Because peer pressure is the self-awareness of you being mm -hmm. assertive within your own self. Yes, and I always tell her to be comfortable in her decision-making. If that's what you like, you don't let nobody else change Listen, your mind. If I you want to go play everybody. with them toys, you play with them toys. You don't let nobody else tell you, oh, girl, we on this. We doing this, this TikTok. Well, I want to play with Bark Dolls. Play with your Bark Dolls, baby. Stay as innocent as long as you can. So for the teenagers that may be listening to this, stay 
a child and a teenager for as long as you okay, can. Let me tell you, dogwood is ghetto. Ghetto is hell. This is the most ghettoest land. There's nothing ever. but bills do. Y'all. If I could go back and do it again, I would. Oh, that brings me to a question. What? While we're talking about that, if you could give little Stephanie some advice, I'll say teenage Stephanie. What would you tell her? What would you tell her now? Mm. I mean, what you be doing to me? Speak from your heart. I mean, if I can give myself some advice, because I know everything that I've been through, because I lived it, (laughs) Uh, I would tell myself that it's okay not to be okay. Yeah. Because I feel like as a kid, a lot of the times, I feel like a lot of people didn't know the internal battles that I dealt with. I feel like I was very good at a poker face that no one knew past me smiling and laughing and my defense mechanism is jokes that's that's how i get over a lot of things is if i can't crack a joke about it i'm gonna sit here and cry all day Mm -hmm. and i know that's not the healthiest way to you know to resolve things but if i could talk to myself i would let her know that it's okay to be okay and what happened to you is not your fault yeah stephanie been through a lot of things in high school that nobody knows about nobody that she even graduated with knows about Mm-hmm. And I realized that that was when I realized after what happened to me that no one really knew who I was. Mm-hmm. You know, and you realize that after a certain point in time when you know, notice that you withdrew from a lot of things that you used to do. You disconnect from a lot of people. You're distant from a lot of things. And no one could tie that into why. Because no one took the time to actually care enough a mm-hmm. why. They just thought like, oh, it's probably just one of her moods. No, it was a reason behind anything that I did. It was a reason behind my behavior change. It was a reason behind my thought process, how I acted. It was a reason why I was so protective over my friends and the people that I care for. Deasia get on me all the time about me being so protective over her. I don't play that. Mm-hmm. If I care about you, it's because the protection I give to others is the protection I wish I had. Exactly. It's which it's what I wish that I got. From That's literally my how you treat everybody, though, and especially your daughter. Like you know, the parent that you didn't have, you try to make sure you be that for your daughter. Like the adult that you never Even had. Even just the friend. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like the adult that you never had. I feel like you give that to everybody. Like whatever you whatever you lacked in your childhood or your upbringing, you try to make sure that you give that to everybody in your friendships. You know, to your child and to anybody that you ever encounter. Like no negative vibes ever. I just want Stephanie to be happy. Like, and I wish little Stephanie knew that she could, she could have chosen to be happy. Aww. You know that she didn't have to carry her burdens for this so is long. Such a as long episode. as she did. That's that's. I'm just being honest. Like, I didn't. Stephanie didn't have to carry these burdens for so long. Stephanie didn't start getting relief. Yeah. Until she was an adult, and that was kind of. I'm not saying it, it's never too late to start healing yourself. I want you guys to understand it. It's yeah, never too late it's to never start too late. taking that journey. But absolutely, it is hard. Mm-hmm. And it's always a constant battle within myself. It's because sometimes little Stephanie is still there. Yeah. And little Stephanie is still crying sometimes. You know, sometimes she still needs help where she's still trying to decipher and figure out or try to make sense of the things that she went through. And it's okay. <laughs> I'm not trying to. I'm just being, I could just be honest with myself. Like, I'm not, I'm not a... I'm not a the best person in the whole wide world. I'm not saying I don't have flaws. I'm not saying that I didn't make mistakes. I just know that the things that I went through, I didn't have to go through. But mm-hmm. I know that the struggle that I went through has prepared me for who I am today. Yes. I wouldn't be Ooh. who I am if I didn't go through all the things that I went through with or without a village, with or without support, with or without peers, with or without friends. I would not yeah. be who Stephanie is today if I didn't go through all those things alone. Nah. Had I changed that and did that differently, yeah, Stephanie would have went to go get help. I can I can admit that. I I I wish, I wish that I, I spoke up. And I wish that I, lived in my truth instead of burying my truth and mm-hmm. hiding from it. And now I have to face it now. Mm-hmm. I didn't start facing my demon until 2018. Mm. So it's still a battle. I still have those those dark thoughts that sometimes pull you into the darkness. And sometimes you have to pull yourself out. 
Yeah. It's an ongoing battle. That's why this is called the brown and balance because baby, I'm unbalancing. <laughs> I'm still healing myself and healing my thoughts well, and that healing that inner side. Like we have so Cricket. many, we have so many inner, our inner selves, our inner childs within us because of the things that we went through. Our child, we didn't get to be childs. We was adults before we we even knew it. I was an adult at the age of sixteen. Didn't even know it. It was okay though. So Stephanie is okay. And it's okay to not be okay if you're not. That is the advice I would give Stephanie is that it's not your fault and it's okay not to be okay. It's okay to cry because I don't cry enough. I never have. <laughs> Anyone who knows me, if you see me cry, it's real. That means I really trust you with me. I right. trust you with myself. I trust you with my emotions. <clears throat> and I don't trust a lot of people. So what would you give yourself, your advice to your to little Deasia? Girl, that was too deep to just like glaze over like I'm that. Not... That was really beautiful. Um, I think that's the po- first of all. Before I even get into that, that is the power of like you just said, Brian, balance because we are still balancing, still on the beam. I'm leaning every day and trying to learn how to pick myself back up. Um, this was not even supposed to be today. Oh, this was topic not the topic at, at all. all. <laughs> this was not the topic of choice. But when God speaks to me, I just have to go there. And I feel like this was so, so, so necessary. And I hope whoever is listening to that, you know, that they really receive these messages and the seeds that we are trying to plant, you know, when we when we pour that out. Um, I'm going to try to wrap mine up because I no, think we've been girl, on here talking for a minute. Speak but. your truth, girl. That's why we're here. The advice that I would give little DeAsia, woo, y'all know it's crazy. I journal a lot and I have never even addressed this question within myself. So I'm being so vulnerable right now on this podcast, man, I would tell her to, to not dim her light, to be proud of herself. To not hold on and carry all the burdens, you know, that she did. That it was okay to just be a kid. I definitely felt like I grew up way too fast. Like, I was an adult before I was ever a child. I had to carry so many so, so many tasks and so many responsibilities. I felt like I never got to give little Deasia the love that she truly deserved. I didn't love her for a long time. I ran away from her. I'm so, and I want to apologize to her. I'm sorry for all of the things that I made you go through. I'm sorry that I didn't encourage you enough, that I didn't give you self affirmations enough, that I wasn't a safe space for you, that I allowed people to abuse you and felt like whatever you went through, stop crying. I'm not crying. You're going I'm to not make me. To. Cry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, y'all. We was not expecting this conversation to take this long, deep turn like this. Um, And I would tell her, like you said, it's okay to not be okay. But it was also okay just to be yourself. You are so special. You are so bright. You've always had this anointing over your life. And you always tried to run away from it because you didn't want people to think that you were weird or that you were different just because God had called you and and wanted to use you at a young age. So you felt like you couldn't fit in or you couldn't blend in with people and you felt like you had to do more, you know, to gain friendships or you felt like you had to do more for a guy to love you or to value you and you didn't value yourself at the time. I would tell you now that I'm doing everything in my power to make you proud. I am the woman I didn't get to be the child that we were supposed to be, but I am now the woman that we are that we are called to be. Um, little Deasia, we're going to get the opportunity to walk in our purpose. You're a parent. You're a mother now. I love you more than I loved you before. I take care of you now. I take care of the body that I'm in now. I take care of my hair now. I take care of my skin now. You will be proud of who I'm becoming. You will be proud of me for setting healthy boundaries. You will be proud of where I'm going. Um, And I love you. If you didn't get told that enough, I love you. And you are beautiful. She is on here bawling her eyes. And I'm trying not to. Because if y'all knew the shit that that, that we've been through. Y'all have no idea. Like, y'all be so amazed that we do not look like what we've been through. 
And I get so proud of us. Yeah, man. Because I know, I don't know everything about DeAsia. We're I don't still know learning everything each about other. Stephanie. And it's just a lot of things. We know a lot, but we don't. Because it's still things that we still have to try to figure out how we can uh, make sense of it. Yeah. You know, because when things don't make sense to you as a kid, it really don't make sense as an adult. Nope. Because you don't understand how the same people or environment that was supposed to love you can hurt you. Can hurt you. And it's hard sometimes to try to be so accepting yeah. of your situation and the cards that you were dealt. Yeah. Because everybody tells you how much they love you and this and the third and they want the best for you, but everybody's Everybody don't have the same heart as you. Yeah. And to Luke, the Asian, and Stephanie, it was not your fault. The things that happened to you was not your fault. The things that happened to you didn't happen to you. It happened for you. Just look at the no woman better. that we are today. That's what I always say. We didn't, didn't know, know any better. No, they didn't know no better. Who That's hurt what I'm us saying. didn't know no better. Yeah. They didn't know yeah. what God had for us. Mm -hmm. They could have never ever seen this. No, at all. The vision so, and where we're sitting at today. I forgive you. Yeah. I forgive you. Yeah, I forgive me. I forgive little DeAsia for all of the things that we went through. Like I said, this was not supposed to be the... This was not the I'm topic sorry, of choice to today. It's okay. It's okay. I can't wait for you guys to get to experience, like, the videos. To, like, really see, like, how open and vulnerable we are on this podcast. Um, I want you guys to really take this in. And please, please, please... When you get a moment to yourself, I want you guys to ask yourself the same question. What would you tell the little you? And what do you tell the big you now? That if you don't do nothing statement. else, <laughs> please take that with you. Please do the self-work and the self-healing and really ask yourself and really get down to the root of it. What would you tell the little you today? And what would you also tell the grown you today? Make sure you guys put, like she said, do the work with your abilities of placing your boundaries. Yes. Because peer pressure can't work if you have boundaries. Exactly. If you are self-aware and yeah. you are consistent with your boundaries yes. and your core and personal values, can't nobody take that away from you. Can't nobody they disrupt can. it. Nope. Like I said before, distracted people distract people. Exactly. If you are not willing to take a chance and bet on yourself yeah. nobody else will nobody is going to do the work for you no. if you want to heal and you want to have a better mindset for yourself you want to mm -hmm. have a better heart you want to be a better person individual to anybody that's in your life mm -hmm. you have to put the work in we said that in the we said this other time God can prepare the table but he's not going to tell you to sit down mm -mm. he's not going to give you the spoon fork plate and everything he gave you the seat that's, that was enough. That, that, was, was, that was enough. You don't need nothing else. He didn't already showed you and guide yeah, you what you need enough. to do. Stop being so damn pig-headed and stubborn and listen. Yeah. Oh, I sound like my mama. <laughs> That's what my mama used to That's say. That's okay. That's your mom coming out. You're just passionate about it. Because I want us all to be happy. Because I can tell you right now, God did not put us on this earth for us to be sad. No, that's not why he put these, all his those children burdens. out here. This is yeah, no. if we're all made in God's image. Yes, we are already perfect. That means you've already been perfect. You've you been perfect the entire the age time. Been perfect. She been perfect. All of the things that she went through is because of her flesh and because she didn't feel like that. But in the spiritual realm, you were God already knew who you were going to be. He called you while you were in your mother's womb, and that's not honest. just that. That's with anybody. I know that like this took a whole turn about peer pressure. But, it like, did. I just wanted to. We wasn't expecting this. it. And openly, openly. <laughs> Do I want, not make me girl, cry. I just you have, are balling I have the both to be honest. Jesus, is that God knew, and I tell this all the time. He mm -hmm. knew what I needed when I needed it. Yeah. When I met DeAsia at twelve years old, ooh, Jesus. he already knew this was going to be my purpose partner. Hmm. He already knew and spoke our friendship into existence before we even knew. Yeah. And I I never forget that day. Oh, we had skipped class <laughs> in middle school. Oh yeah, we did not talk about this on the podcast. <laughs> we skipped class one time and we, we sat in the bathroom and just cried and just talked. I just got chills in my body. I ain't never, I ain't never that with nobody. I'm gonna just be honest with y'all. I ain't never gonna forget that day. And that was the day that I knew. That this was a sister that I chose. Yeah. 
Yo, we skipped class. We sat in that bathroom for hours. I'll never forget that shit. I I swear to God, that Crying. shit is like, it's like burned in my brain. Where was I'll the never teacher? That. <laughs> no, somebody no. came in. They checked on us. It was the um the um hall monitor, the lunch lady. Or <laughs> they let us. They let. They let us be. She like, did. She said, you "Look like y'all need this." I said, "We do. We did." We and you know why? It's because I time. have never trusted nobody so much in my life before to just re- to. We talked about everything that day. We talked about everything. Uh, All of the stuff that we went through, like everything stuff we going through, stuff that we were currently going nobody through. Nobody knew about none home. of this shit. And they, none of our friends would have never known. And you know what's like crazy? The perfect happy kids. I never forget how so everybody silly. was so set against us. In yeah, our friendship, y'all crazy. don't understand like yeah. how many people peer pressure around yes. us was trying to. I was just tell about to us that. that we didn't need each other. That oh, we I was wasn't each other's friends. Yeah. Like the how many people tried to divide the friendship? Girl. But I just sent Stephanie a text message yesterday <laughs> how I had went to prayer last night, and we we're going to talk about this in the next conversation. Um, I mean, in the next episode, conflict and friendship. Uh, I literally just texted her last night and I was telling her that I am praying for unity and not division because the enemy, he loves to see that. And uh-huh. and he's been doing that since we were children. They like I just said, us. that peer pressure where people try to tell you that this is not your friend, even family oh, members, about even family members questioning it. Oh, I don't know. Something not right about that. Or, you know, she's like this when she comes <sighs> around. God knew what he was doing when he, when he created this friendship. That's he knew that we saw, needed each other. You saw my heart before anybody else Yes. Could. Yeah. And we watched each other grow and transform and we're still That's transforming. That's why I'm crying because nobody yeah. knows how, how far, like no like, one can see how far Nobody ain't seen the journey. That's the same thing with you. You haven't seen the journey. You don't know what this person has gone through, what she has experienced, all of the milestones that she overcame by herself. I witnessed you go through so much and be the woman that you are today. And nobody can ever take that away from you. Those plants were seated way yeah. when we were young in them lunch rooms. Girl, you, At one you point, you we wasn't even friends. We sitting on one table, the other people sitting on another yeah, table. You are stronger than me, and that's what I always no, admired about you. No, we're not. Girl, no, I'm not. Listen, I'm telling you, you don't know how mm. much you have saved me before. <sighs> Listen. I'm going to crown this episode. We're going to close this out and go into conflict yeah, I'm and friendship. Cry, I'm not going to I'm going to let her get her good cry care. in. But just do what we told you guys to do. Put the work in. Make sure that at the end of the day, this is probably the best gym that I can give you is choose yourself. And get your journals out. If you don't have a journal, go to the store right now. Go get you a journal. And ask yourself those uncomfortable questions. And just be honest with you yourself. You provoke yourself. Yeah. And and, and, and and it's going to be so much healing in that, though. Break those Because I feel so much more better. But at the end of the day, I, I want you guys to just do that for yourselves. Ask yourselves, what does the little one, you know, need from you? Or what would you say to your little self? And also, what would you say to your adult self? Mm-hmm. So, please just take those gems with you. Thank you guys for listening to us, for being here for us. We appreciate you. And we'll see you in the next episode.